Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today as we continue walking through the strange paradiso. So with each passing day, we're getting closer and closer to the first day of fall. I can really see it now. I can really feel it as I know many of you can also. And um, it's for me, it's pretty exciting because I also realized that with fall coming closer, with the first full moon of fall, and all of the other things that are coming, it is uh, going to become more active also. But with the activity that is going to accelerate, and that already is, as far as um, paranormal, even, okay, with that activity accelerating, we are also going to see and notice behaviors of certain individuals are going to start becoming more noticeably bizarre. Now, I'm not saying every single person, I'm not saying anything like that, but we are going to notice some different types of strange behaviors. And the reason I'm saying this is because I'm talking about mainly some uh, of the more high profile people. I know this happens across the board. You don't have to be a high profile individual to um, for certain things to affect you, okay? But that is what we are going to notice because on a larger scale, when we're talking about just the population, the general population, the general public, we don't know every single person. These, you know, it's like I'm not a high profile, so I'm not on the TV every day. I'm not uh, followed by the paparazzi. Nobody really pays too much attention to just our daily dealings unless we start acting out, okay? So that's why I am really feeling that... Uh, we are going to see more of this. It might not be out there for public view, but it seems uh, once in a while, some of these things get to the point that they cannot be hidden anymore. They have to be addressed. And so uh, we're just going to have to keep an eye out and um, just kind of monitor what is happening out there. Now, uh, I have seen actually a couple of things that seem to be happening, but I'm not going to really talk about that right now because it's these things started happening um, maybe the middle of last week. And while I know that it's earlier and earlier as we go forward in the years, I still feel that it may be a little too soon for um, these things to be presented. So we're just going to keep an eye out and monitor this, okay? But uh, yeah, I can feel it. It's, it's fast approaching. All right. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of a mix today of some theory and then a couple of um, strange stories, okay? So the first thing I want to share with you is the theory part. And um, 
Some of these things are really overlooked because it's not a huge subject maybe, but what it actually means is much bigger than it sounds. And I don't have all of the answers. I don't know why some of these things are done. And I'm talking about the light bulb ban, okay? The ban on incandescent light bulbs. Now, you would think to yourself, with all of the other problems that we've got, why in the world is this of such importance? In July of this year, 2023, the ban was enacted. So you couldn't go to the store anymore and buy a 60 watt regular light bulb. Now you have to use the LED light bulbs. You can't use any more incandescent or halogen bulbs. Why? See, I I have a problem with that. Not, Not so much because of the light bulb, but because once again, in a free society, Why are we all steered and corralled into having to purchase one type of bulb? It just seems a a little questionable, okay? A little sus. So I have to wonder about, all right, so they're saying because you'll save on energy, you, you will be able to save money and uh, these bulbs will last longer and so on. Okay, but since when is this of so importance, so much importance, and why do they care so much about if we save money or not? But in the meantime, look at how much gas is. It's getting really close to $7 in the Palm Springs, California area. So if they're so concerned about us saving money, why not at least at least pause the gas tax in California, okay? If they're that concerned. But no, no. They're going to ban these two types of light bulbs, incandescent and halogen, and force everyone to buying only one type. I'm sorry, guys, but that does not sound like freedom to me. That sounds like something else. And I'm not going to say the name of what it sounds like, but I'm pretty sure you all see where I'm going with this. So I say that this is probably much bigger, that I feel is much bigger than what it seems like, okay? Most people would be like maybe, oh, well, who cares? A light bulb's a light bulb. Actually, no. A light bulb is not just a light bulb. These um, LED light bulbs are kind of more like um, fluorescent lights. And we all know how pleasant the lighting is with fluorescent lights, right? Oh, but now um, you can have soft white. You don't have to have that blaring blue-white light. It's still, I don't buy the whole thing about caring about us saving money and um, power. I I just know, I I doubt this. This has been going on, actually, this battle with these light bulbs since, I want to say, 2007. 
But, I mean, just think about it. Oh, yeah, this is a free country. You can only buy one kind of light bulb because we banned all the others. The word banned sends up an alarming red flag for me. We have no options. So having no options is not freedom. We should be able to choose if we, if we want to save money or not, okay? Oh, I want to spend more money because I like incandescent light. I should be able to choose what kind of light bulbs I'm using. Just like, I mean, what's it going to come down to? Now you're going to be forced into driving a certain kind of car because they care? Uh, no, 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 not so much. When you have no options, you are not in a free society. You are not even near or close to being a free society. So, then my next question, why? What is the real reason? And if you recall, during this time in July and all of this stuff, what was all over the news? The thing about gas stoves. Remember all that? Oh, well, um, all the stoves are going to have to be electric stoves and this and that and la, 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 because gas is this and gas is bad and so on and so forth. But not one thing was being mentioned about the light bulbs. It was kind of like, look at this hand. Look at my left hand. Don't look at my right hand because I don't want you to see what we're really doing. I'm not saying I'm correct in this belief, guys, but what I'm saying is that this is my feeling, okay? Like, what is really going on here? So you got to start looking at why a light bulb would be so important. I know that um, they're, they're um, kind, I mean, they're kind of sensitive. Those incandescent light bulbs... If there is any type of a power surge, if there's any type of a lessening, like a little bit of power, maybe your power's getting ready to go out, well, you know, those light bulbs will act accordingly. They'll flicker, they'll dim a little bit, and they'll let you know that something is happening as far as uh, electric, okay? So in the case... And I'm not sure about this. I'm just throwing it out there. I hear so much about how our grid is very vulnerable because it's old and it hasn't been updated or upgraded. So in the case that there was some kind of attack that starts with an E and ends with the P, there's a letter missing in the center there, would perhaps these light bulbs maybe be able to give people a warning by flickering, by dimming, by partially like like browning out instead of just blacking out. I'm just putting it out there because I'm wondering, whatever the reason is, it's not because the concern about us as the consumer, you know, we're just spending too much money on our light bulbs. No, there is always another reason or why the ban. Why would you have to ban something? That way people are forced. Now, I recall 
Not so many years ago when we were forced to go all digital, okay? People with their TVs and all this and that, there were still some analog type of uh, cable boxes or whatever that were being used. And then one day it was like, okay, we're going all digital. So those boxes that you have, if they are analog, they're not going to support your TV watching anymore and so, so on. And so you're going to have to go digital. So everyone was forced to get these new cable boxes to go all digital. And now look, now cable boxes, they're not banned, but they're going away. I mean, really, stop and think about this. At least here in Southern California, I think I know two people who still have cable, who still have cable boxes. Everyone else has gone to streaming. And I'm pretty sure that in the near future, there is not going to be any cable even offered anymore, okay? So little by little, it's like, um, it's like a soft type of reset because they're not banning it. They're just making it unavailable, which if you, you've got no option. So we can call it by anything we want, but the bottom line is they are who they are, are the whoever the agencies are that are doing this, okay? So whether it is making something unavailable or just out and out saying, banning certain things, it's all the same because we're all being directed to all go the same way, all use the same thing. Once again, there is a word for this. And as we go forward, I believe that there are going to be other things that are we're going to see that we're not going to have a choice. Because slowly but surely, options are going away. Look, for example, here's another one for you. Just, what, three years ago, three, four years ago, there were many, quite a few, cell phone companies, okay, providers. You had AT&T, you had T-Mobile, you had Sprint, and some others. And now, what have you got? Well, pretty soon, because uh, T-Mobile ate up Sprint, they called it a merger, but no, it's not a merger. It's one buys the other. So you're going to have what? One provider for cell phones? Unless you have one of those pay by month things like straight talk or whatever it's called. So you're little by little, your options in this type of thing is also going away. So it's like everything All the small fish are being ate up by the larger fish. So there's going to come a time when there were only like, what, two fish? There is a word for the direction that we are going in, and it starts with a C. And that's all I'm going to say about it. But, um, I mean, really. And I was looking around also for the real reason for the ban. 
I um, so far have found one, and I may I may uh, talk about that maybe next week or so. It I have to look more into it before I present that because it's theory. We we can't prove it. I cannot prove it, but I also have no way to um, prove this theory completely false. But I may uh, bring that up again next week, okay? Or maybe even in a, in a couple of days. But just think about this, guys. Think about how your choices, how your options are slowly getting smaller and smaller. We used to have so many different stores that we could go to, so many shops that we could go to to buy clothes. Now, they're all going away. We used to go to May Company, Robinson's, Macy's. Then there was Judy's. There was J. Jacobs. There, was, there were all of these clothing stores, even Mervyn's, okay? There were so many places to go. Now, slowly and slowly, they're all shrinking. So pretty soon, I don't even know where we're going to go shopping. Everybody's going to have to go and get their clothes at Target. That's the direction that we're going in. And while um, Robinson's and May Company, they used to be two separate stores, and then one day it turned into Robinson's May because there was a merger, and now there, there's nothing. Now we've got nothing. Now we've got Macy's. And I'm going to tell you a story. I went to Macy's. Um, I go there from time to time. I walk through there on my way to other stores in the mall. And I stopped in there because I saw this dress. It was really, really cute. It was like a summer dress. There was nothing to it. It was just a plain Jane dress. And I looked at the price, and it was like $275. I'm talking about a summer dress. I'm not talking about a ball gown. I'm not talking about any type of um, fancy name brand. I'm talking about a plain Jane or summer dress. 275 I was like, what? So, even, I mean, okay, yes, I could have bought that dress, but it's like, I cannot bring myself to do, make this silly purchase because it's nothing. This dress, I'm pretty sure I could have found something close to this style actually at Target. So I couldn't do it. Like, oh no, I feel like like the biggest, uh, the silliest purchase ever. So with this kind of thing, how long are these places going to be able to even be there with these prices? Especially now, okay, once again, gas is getting close to $7 in certain areas here in Southern California. No repeal on the gas tax, not even a pause. Um... So I, I really don't know what's going to happen. Then silently, you know, the ban. And so you can't buy an incandescent 60-watt light bulb anymore. And um, it's going to happen more and more as we go forward. I, I believe, okay? More and more things are going to just disappear. And we're going to be like, hey, well, why can't I buy this? And they're going to say, oh, well, those were banned or those were all taken off the shelf because they're a health hazard. Really? Well, um, among the other health hazards that are happening around here, they're worried about 
light bulbs, about gas stoves, about incense. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. I mean, let's really, let's really. When are they going to ban incense now? So, okay. Anyhow, um, let's keep walking, okay? Now we're going to get on to um, some things that are a little mysterious. Now, this story was actually told to me by somebody that I know very well. She told me this story. It's been a few years ago. And she said it came to her kind of like in a dream, but she's really not sure if she was actually asleep or not. She was like, it was bedtime. I was laying in my bed. And then she says, whatever you want to call it, it was like a dreamscape. Okay. So she says, and in this dreamscape, she said, it was like I was in the sky, like I was in the night sky. And the, so the sky was dark. It was a very dark blue blue black sky with the stars and she said there was this man and he was in like an old man but he looked kind of like a wizard you know when you think of these type of wizard looking people like from these, these movies that we have seen in the past and he had a long white beard and he was wearing something she said that was like, um, like not pants and a shirt, but he was wearing something like what we all think of wizards wearing. And um, he was standing on something, she said, that it looked like a trunk. Like, remember those old-time travel trunks? He was standing on something like that. And while they were in the sky... It, it was not on the ground. This trunk was not on the ground. It was in the sky. This guy was standing on this trunk. She said all of a sudden, it kind of became like the ocean because there were kind of like waves. She could hear waves crashing and things like this. And this wizard-looking person said to her, Something to the effect of, now I don't know if he said, follow me, come with me, or anything like that, but he said, I will give you all of the answers. I believe that uh, what happened was she had these thoughts in her mind, and it was like he could see those thoughts, he could read those thoughts. And he said that to her. And she said, she started getting this scared feeling, this frightened feeling. And as she did, as this fear got bigger, she said it's, it was like the ocean sounds, like the crashing waves started getting louder. Like there, start, there began a storm in the ocean, even though... They were in the air. And she said he faded away, but he faded away quickly. Like he went backwards from her, but rather quickly, like zoom. So he like zoomed out 
but she could still see him in the distance. And then she woke up. So when she woke up, she was just like, what in the heck? What was that? So when she told me the story, I had the distinct feeling that this was a vision. I said, you know what? I know that it came to you in the way that dreams come and things like this. But for some reason, this seems like a vision to me. And um, it was as if they were up in the sky, but they were above like the ocean because she could hear this sound. I don't know. I mean, I didn't have the answers for her and I don't have them now to what this being really was. If this being was um, benevolent or malevolent, I really don't know. But it seems to me that um, anything like that, that comes forward and makes you a type of offer is not good. It's a deception. This, whatever it was, was a deceiver. And the best thing that she could have done is what she did. Because it's almost like there was some kind of alert system within her that, you know, her, her discernment that let her know that whatever this thing was that she was faced with was not good. And at the same time, this thing realized that and knew that she had like some kind of notification that let her know that this thing did not have her best intention and had also no intention on giving her any answers. Yes, because these things, I mean, this is just my opinion on what this was, but these things, if I'm right in what I believe this, this thing was, these things don't care if you um, are deceived into going and into taking their offer. They don't care if you find out that they have lied. They do not care. Like, you're going to look at them and say, you lied. They're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, so let's go. They don't care. A lot of times, many times, people, because of how we feel, because we have a conscience and we have humanity, we don't want to be caught in a lie. We don't want to uh, deceive people. We don't want to be known as a out-and-out liar and all this other stuff. But these things, okay, they don't have that same type of mindset. They don't have a conscience. So to be able to separate how we feel from how we believe they feel is not always easy. We have to just try to keep in mind that we what we are dealing with here 
are things that do not believe, feel the same as we do. There's no value for them in truth. There's no value for them in uh, afterwards, after they get what they want. In being found out, they care less. So when you look at uh, criminals, okay, not even criminals here, regular people who are criminals, not even they want to be found out. But these things, these entities, they don't care if they're found out. They've got one agenda, one goal, and once they reach it, they don't care if you find out or not, and they move on to the other. And they're not even hiding it. And many, many people know this, but yet there are those who just go ahead and go with their program anyways. These people are offered things. They are made offers that they choose not to refuse. So they believe that they are going to um, inherit riches and they are going to um, be at the top and they're just going to have this life everlasting of fame, fortune, power, and youth. But what they don't seem to understand is that while the evil one hates humanity, hates people. These people who have taken the bait, they believe that they are chosen and that they are safe. But what they don't get is that the enemy hates them also and hates them even more because they have sold out. They have sold everything. They have given away their fellow humans. And for what? So they could never, ever be trusted. But yet, we see these people taking the bait every day. Okay. So uh, let's continue with our walk. Now, I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago about the return of the clowns. Well, it really is going on. This was actually brought to my attention by someone who lives here in Southern California that uh, someone in their family actually had a bit of an encounter. All right. So this happened somewhere in Minnesota and it happened very recently. So where they live, they live on a couple of acres and there is like some wooded area, not the whole acreage, but there is some wooded area back there beyond their house where they live. And one of the children reported that he saw a clown out, like I'm just going to call it the back 40, out in the back 40 that he saw a clown out there. And everybody was like, how in the world could you see a clown out there? Like, it's kind of far away. I'm not sure how many acres these people live on, but I guess they they have quite a few, okay? And plus, 
he pointed to like the wooded area, like it was back over there. And he said, I could see it because it was wearing bright colored clothing. It was wearing like these really bright yellow and red and all of this stuff. And it looked like it was wearing some kind of pointed hat and it was really bright colors. And there was something else there like that was shining in the sun, you know, was reflecting like uh, something glittering up there. And so then everybody just like, okay, well, you know, okay, whatever you say. So while they kind of were like a little bit unsettled by this, they really didn't put too much into this. One of the reasons is because the entire perimeter uh, on their property is all fenced and they've got dogs out there. I know that they have uh, a couple of Belgian Melanois and they've got like a Roddy and all this stuff. So they're like, nah, nobody could have came in here and this and that. Well, then it happened again. This same boy and this boy is not like a real little boy. He's about nine years old. And he says, I saw that clown again. And as a matter of fact, he's out there right now and he's blowing bubbles. And everybody was like, okay, now let's see. So he has an older brother and his older brother and one of his friends was there at the house and they looked and they were like, there is something out there. We don't know what it is, but there is something. And this was happening in the daytime, guys. This was not happening at night. And they could see the bubbles. And the sunlight was like the bubbles were reflecting the sunlight. They could see it plain as day. So everybody was kind of creeped out. So the older brother and his friend, they're going to go out there. Well, they took something with them just in case this real person was going to attempt to attack them and to see you know, what was going on. They needed some protection. So they went out there walking and they say, now there was people, there were people in the house watching them as they walked out there. And this clown, as they got closer, started to fade away. And then they started running towards this clown because they could see it fading away like smoke. And so finally, this clown looking thing fades away. It's gone. But bubbles continued to come from somewhere and swirl around slowly for the next almost 10 minutes. I got goosebumps. Okay, so there's nobody there. There's no more clown or whatever the heck it was with the bright colors on because everybody saw. They're like, we saw something and we saw the bright colors. We saw the pointed hat, but it was gone. Now, where in the heck are these bubbles coming from? They don't know. They're like, they're just kind of like appearing. They were just appearing. There weren't a whole bunch of them. There were maybe like seven bubbles just coming out of nowhere at, at a time, just moving around rather slowly, swirling around until they all started to pop. One of them came so close 
to the brother's friend so close to his face and popped like right practically in his face. And when it popped, you know, like the little um, liquid from the bubble even got on his face a little bit. And he was already freaked out because nobody knew where these things were coming from, but they did see a clown out there. And he was just like, uh, uh. And he was like wiping his face to get that bubble water off of his face. Yes, guys, like um, what is happening there? And none of the dogs seemed to notice Those dogs are trained. They're professionally trained. None of the dogs seem to notice. Now they got two Belgians out there. Very, very smart dogs. Nope, none of them. They were just like laying down, kind of like close to the house. They didn't even accompany the brother and his friend as they walked towards the tree line, towards the wooded area. You know, you go outside in your backyard. Your dog's going to get up and go wherever you go. They didn't, but they weren't scared either. They weren't crying. They weren't making any type of noise like they were in distress. No, they were just laying there. So we know that something's happening here. We know that um, this phenomenon's probably going to get become more and more. We're going to hear more and more about it. But just what are they? What in the heck are these things? I know that there are some people who a few years ago decided to dress like clowns and chase people. Some of them attempted to like try to give children candy and balloons to get them to get in their cars and stuff like that. Well, those are people. You know, those are like (sighs) disgusting people who um, do things like that. But this, and we know that there are a few reports quite a few actually, of um, clown sightings that cannot, it's like this can't be happening. These things have disappeared. These things have been in the middle of nowhere with no car, no transportation in the early hours of the morning that have been seen by certain truck drivers and things like this out in the middle of like the desert like the one out there on the side of the road on a rocking horse. It's, it's like, what are these things? I mean, what was Pennywise? What was that? Now, you got some people who say, oh, they're aliens, um, they're just demonic entities, and this and that. Well, it could be. It could be both of those things. It could be some other things also. But we know that when things are able to vanish like that and um, these bubbles continue to appear from nowhere, we're not dealing with a person or with any type of um, any type of material individual. We're dealing with something else. I don't know what it is. Once again, it could be, I mean, you take your pick. I think we've got uh, quite a few options here on what this could be. So the overall term, okay, is monster. Whatever these things are, which uh, once again, could be a mixture of all different kinds of things because once 
certain things know that um, people are freaked out or people are frightened by these things. Well, then you could have, you know, lower level entities. You could have, maybe there are some aliens, but they're all geared towards one thing, and that is fear. Now, what would have happened? And what was the agenda for this thing to be out there blowing bubbles and this kid to see it? That thing was not beckoning for that boy to go out and meet it. It was just out there. It never beckoned to anyone like, hey, come out here. It never did that. So it was all, in my opinion, it was all for fear. It's just for us to perhaps think about and uh, think about what we believe it is. Or in this case, what this particular thing was. I don't know, guys, but I'm, I'm not afraid of clowns, but I still find that creepy. I just, yeah, I even in my backyard, like if I saw anything out there at all like that, no, I would be, no, that's creepy. I'm not afraid of Dells either, but I don't want to see one like out there walking around or, you know, it's just, no thank you. But anyways, that's all I've got for today. I'm going to try to be back tomorrow. If not, I will more than likely be back on Wednesday. I want to thank all of you for joining me as we walk and talk. And as we get closer to fall and even closer to October, I have a feeling we're going to have a lot more to talk about. And I'm going to have much more to bring on our walks. Once again, you can contact me, maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. And um, just keep your eyes open, guys. Look around. Notice what's happening. Notice what's going on in our world, in our society. Just monitor the situation. Until we walk and talk again, I wish you guys a wonderful day. Ciao.